Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 14, Gunatraya Vibhaga Yoga, Yoga of Three Gunas. We are coming to the concluding verses of chapter 14. So in chapter 14, we have discussed the nature of Prakriti. That the Prakriti has three gunas and everything in the Prakriti is bound by these three gunas. These three gunas like the ropes binding things together. When you remove these three gunas, then the prakriti does not remain. So the sattva, rajas and tamas are the basic ingredients of prakriti. Ishwara, with his power of maya, creates this world of plurality out of the one single entity, the Brahman, the Supreme. The Brahman, the Supreme, when he is Seen in the pristine state, he has no qualities and no gunas. When he is associated with his power of maya, he becomes Ishwara. That Ishwara, with the power of maya, creates this world as we know. That world has things and beings and entities which are different from each other. This differences come from the permutation combination of this sattva, rajas and tamas. Some has more sattva, some has more rajas, some has more tamas. Any given time, the people or things have this gunas in a various proportions. That guna which is predominant will make that person sattvic or rajasic or tamasic. But any given time, he's still bound by these gunas. And once you identify with these gunas, you identify with the limited being that you consider yourself to be. That's basically what we have learned. And therefore the advice given is guna tita bhava. Go beyond guna. You become someone who is aware of the gunas, you are not the gunas. So we have seen in other ways in Bhagavad Gita before that I am not this body, mind and equipment. This equipment is for the consciousness to function but I consider the equipment to be me. So this false identification with the equipment has created this notion of me being the limited being. It is something similar to this room space identifying itself with the limitations of the room. Limitations of rooms are not the limitations of the space, but the limitations of the conditioning. How tall the walls are, how large the floor is, that's not the limitation of the space. So one who is identified with the Supreme Consciousness is not affected by the limitations of this gunas. So therefore Bhagavan says, become gunatita. Then to understand this, we learn the nature of the guna. 
Sattvic Guna gives you the knowledge, makes everything clear, Prakasham, Rajas give Pravritti, activity, and the Tamas gives you confusion, delusion. In the end, Arjuna asks question, okay, all this is well and good, but can you tell me the one who has gone beyond these three Gunas? You keep telling Gunatita Bhava, but is it even possible, or is it just a hypothetical exercise? Because something which we cannot do, will always consider it to be not possible. Very first day I went to my music teacher and he says, you have to do this as it's not possible. It's not going to happen. He said, no, no, you keep practicing. Someday it will happen without you knowing it. I said, I'm not understanding what Tal is and you keep telling me pay attention to Tal, but I don't know what Tal is. He said, you keep paying attention. Someday it will happen automatically. You will not even know when that happens. So Bhagavan said, you continue doing what I'm telling you to do and you will reach there. So Arjuna wanted to make sure that somebody else had been experimented on, that I'm not the first guinea pig Bhagavan is using to say, now become Gunatita. He said, tell me if someone has gone beyond these three gunas, how will he behave or how is he behaving? How can I recognize that oh, that person has gone beyond gunas? And then he said, not only that, but tell me how did he go beyond the guna? Two things, if you tell me, then maybe I can take your advice about going beyond guna. So in response, Bhagavan said that the first quality of a person who has become gunatita is he is aware of the presence of the gunas, but he is not affected by it. He is not trying to avoid them. Prakasamcha, Pravrittimcha, Moham, Evacha, Pandava. When these are present, these are the effects of the gunas, Prakas, Pravritti and Moh, but not Vesti. He does not hate that situation. Why this is, why I am so... He knows that this is the very nature of Prakriti. It is the very nature of my body to get old. I can keep complaining, I am getting old, I am getting old. It is the very nature. When you are young, you can wait to grow older. Yes, Medha, how old are you? I'm six and I'm closer to seven. Six is not good enough. I will be seven soon. At my age, also you are over seven. I said, no, not over 70. I'm just 17. Don't add into it. You know? <laughs> so we cannot complain about things and beings which are acting according to their own dharma. Prakriti is functioning as it should function. Seasons outside, they occur as they are planned. But we not knowing will complain. Yesterday only Medha was asking me, why we all have to go through the spring and then summer and then winter? I hate winter. Can we skip winter? I said, Medha, the Dada doesn't have any control over that. So it's okay, the next time when you go to India during winter time, you take me with you. So at least I can skip the winter here. We don't complain why there are seasons, because we know there's a nature of this Prakriti. We complain about our life, because we don't take that as how the life works. The one who has become Gunatitaha, he takes the reality as is. This is how the things and beings work in this world. This is the life is all about. And therefore, he takes it as it. Therefore, not dvesti. He is very aware and acknowledges the presence of all the gunas. I know when I am in a sattva guna, I know when I am rajasik, I know when I am tamasik. 
but that's what it is. There is no judgment about whether this situation is good or bad. Therefore, na dvesti, when they are sampravrutthani, when they are present, na nivrutthani kaangshati, also he doesn't want to get rid of them. When you are rajasing and you try to get rid of them by force, it will bounce back. And psychologically, if you don't suppress anything, because suppression is not the answer. You have to rise above them. So if you are urged to do something and you don't do it, and suppression, it will be there and in a right environment, it will bounce back. So Bhagavan said, the first quality is, he is very aware of the gunas and acknowledge them as they are. He does not hate them, nor he invites them. He doesn't say, well, I need to be today in a sattvic mode. No. Mind is what it is. You will get up and whatever mood you are in, you have to go with the flow. Gunehi na vichalyate. He is not affected by this gunas. He is aware of them, but not affected by them. In other words, he does not get carried away by that mood. Guna vartantaitiyeva. He knows that these are the qualities of my body, mind and intellect. They are part of this prakriti. You learned in the previous chapter, the idam sariram kuntiya itikshetram. This body is the field that includes my mind, my intellect. And because they are part of this field, the prakriti, they have all the inherent qualities of the field. Knowing this now, his behavior will be Samadukha, Sukha, Swastha, Samalosta, Ashma, Kanchanaha, Tulya, Priya, Apriya, Dhiraha, Tulya, Ninda, Atma, Sanstuti. So now he gives the qualities. How he acts, he remains same in Sukha or Dukha. Now here is where we have a confusion. So what we think is that person's reaction will be completely non-reaction. Whether heat or cold, that's not what it means. If you punch me in my face, no matter how Stita Pragna, I am, I am going to either scream or punch back. Nature has put pain in your body for a reason. People who don't feel pain, they are in trouble. So one of my colleagues said that her mother-in-law has such a severe diabetes, she doesn't feel anything in her legs. So one time she had all the ants, you know, were biting her in her legs and she didn't realize and she had all this problem. One time she picked up the a very hot skillet, not realizing, and burnt her hair. So now we know why the pain. Pain is to protect you. So your reactions to the world of happenings is your protective mechanism. So when somebody says something and you feel either good or bad, that's your protective mechanism. If you will go about everything bad, then you will never be able to appreciate any good or do any good. He knows that these gunas are the very nature of prakriti. My body, mind and intellect are part of the prakriti. Anything that is part of the prakriti will act exactly as the prakriti is designed. Therefore, in all this situation, at the mental level, at the physical level, at the intellectual level, he will not be affected. Affected, he sees them as the third party. He will be a witness to what's happening. Just as we are good witness to what's happening to other people, I become witness to my own happening. And the continuing that same thought in the last three verses, the mana apamana yoho tulyaha, tulyaha mitraha aripaksha yoho, sarva aramba parityagi, 
These are the concepts we always have difficulties in understanding. The first line is basically continuation. Mana apamana. Sukha dukha you can tolerate, you know, all the heat and cold. When somebody respects me or criticizes me, that's something. When somebody is praising you, it becomes more difficult for you to control your ego. Swami used to tell us that when, when chelas come to Guru to do Pada Puja, while chelas are doing your Pada Puja, you have to hang on to your Guru. You have to hang on to your Guru's feet. You have now double burden to control your ego. In normal situation, I think I have my ego in control. It is when things are going good for you. That you start thinking I am in control. I am the one who is doing it. Therefore, he said, mana is as difficult to handle as apamana. Apamana, you probably can handle going in one room and cry it out. Mana, very difficult. Therefore, he said, he is stable in both situations. Mana and apamana is very aware that I am not the doer who has capabilities to achieve this. So many things have to come together to me to be successful. So much other people have to do to make me it's like, like last night concert. If there's a one singer and nobody else was there, you won't enjoy it. The whole orchestra has to work together. I need to have that in mind all the time. Mitra Ari Pakshayoho. Another difficult thing is we look over all the shortcomings of our friend, whom we will love, but we will find all the faults in people whom we don't like. You see, the vice president is one who sees people as they are. He may consider me as the enemy, but what is good in him, I have to recognize it. In our today's situation, in our Washington, whatever is happening, what is bad is happening, there also we notice, but we also must notice what is good is happening. There is always something good coming out of all the things we consider bad. And he says the wise person is one who sees them both in his friends and his enemies. And therefore, his reactions will be appropriate. North Korea and United States, if they don't see what is each other's strength and weaknesses in a neutral way, we'll have a third world war. We'll have annihilation by nuclear power. So Russia and USA, when they were in a cold war, then all these communication channels to make sure that nothing gets misinterpreted. There's somebody who just got the medal because he avoided the nuclear strike. Because they thought that United States had launched a missile to Russia, but the guy who was in charge of it, he, he concluded rationally that it cannot be an attack. False reading on his radar or something like that. That much wisdom the person should have to look at enemies and friends. So we want to mitra aripakshayo. Sarva arambha parityagi. This is the most difficult concept. To not start any new endeavor. No startups, nothing new. Well, we have to see in context of Bhagavad Gita, which we have been discussing. So, in Bhagavad Gita, Karma Yoga was the main chapter which gave us the instruction how to act in this world outside. And in the end, it says that any activity you will do for your own self gain will end up into nothing but dukkha only it will end up into some kind of a pain for you. Either if I'm successful, other people are jealous of me, which makes me unhappy. Some way or other, when I do things for myself only, it will end up in misery. But you will rise about all that 
if you act always in the spirit of karma yoga karma yoga for the greater good when i am acting always as the nimitta matra the instrument in lord's hand and then work in this world then everything will be in its right place so aramba is only when i have a desire to accomplish anything to achieve anything that's where i will start an endeavor aramba only is in manifestation of desire as you think so you act so whatever my desires are that will prompt me to do if i have to constantly come up with a new plan to make me feel good to accomplish something i'll be constantly torn between what is right and what is wrong if i have a continuous flow of activities in a right field in a right way then only i'll accomplish something even in your personal professional life also if you get distracted by well, let me do this project and let me drop this and let me do that project because that may now give me more happiness well maybe this is more successful you will be in a complete mess but you take one activity which you think this is the activity of my liking i may not be getting success right now but if i continue to pursue it persistently in spite of the results your success is guaranteed i tell people that what i wanted to achieve in my 20s i'm achieved in 50s what i want to achieve in my 30s i'm achieved in my 60s what i want to achieve in the 40s i'll probably achieve in my 70s but at that time it seemed like a complete failure things are not happening i'm trying hard bhagwan said if you give up that sarva aramba parityagi to satisfy your own ego things will fall in place gunatitah sah uchyate such a person is considered beyond gunas so one who is not affected by any mental happenings or intellectual happening or physical happening these are happenings he is acknowledging but not letting them affect you such a person is gunatitah the next verse says mamcha yo avyavicharena bhakti yogena sevate सगुणान समतित्य एतान ब्रह्मभूयाय कल्पते आवर होल गोल वाज टू अचीव दैट स्टेट ऑफ आइडेंटिफिकेशन विद द ब्रह्मन भगवान से नाउ हाउ टू अचीव ही हैज टू क्वेश्चंस व्हाट आर हिज कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स एंड हाउ ही गॉट देयर कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स वी डिस्कस नाउ इज हाउ ही गॉट देयर सो गेटिंग देयर यू हैव टू अटैच योर माइंड टू समवेयर सो दैट यू कैन डिटैच फ्रॉम समथिंग व्हिच इज पेनफुल सो व्हेन somebody is giving you the inject at least in the olden days you know when injection used to most common they will try to distract the doctor start talking to you about something else because the mind is not there you don't recognize the pain so to move yourself from attaching yourself to the petty things in life you attach it to the supreme who has the capability to give you that infinite happiness mamcha yah avyavicharan unswerving without depending on other things that bhakti my devotion should be so complete that i know that this is where my happiness lies that identification if this single pointed so gunan samatitya etan such a person by crossing this three gunas because he is not identifying with the gunas he is identifying with the one who is aware of the gunas therefore he is now crossing the gunas ब्रह्मभूयाय कल्पते ही इज कंसीडर फिट टू बिकम ब्रह्मन 
he will have the same qualities of Brahman and therefore he will become Brahman. And the last verse says, the why Brahman? Brahmano hi pratishta aham amrutasya avyayasya cha saswatasya cha dharmasya sukhasya ekantikasya cha why we were going through all this trouble of becoming gunatitaha? We actually wanted all these qualities. We wanted amrita, we want immortality. For the mortality, we want to be immortal. Avyaya, immutable, doesn't change. We like our situation when it is good, we don't want to keep changing. We want it to be stable. Sasvataha, we want permanent. Sasvatascha dharmasya, whose gunas are are permanent. Now everything right now in my life is the gunas are impermanent. What gunas I had yesterday have changed now because I'm in a different situation, different time. But it says that entity whose gunas never change, he does not mutate and who is immortal. I am the abode of that. Brahmanohi pratishtaham. I am. I the self. I, that which I keep referring to, I, is the abode of all that. Except that right now I'm identifying with this conditioned self. So Swamiji says that Bhagavan Sankara gives three different explanations of this verse. Because it's a very complex verse. So one is that which has all this, I am that self. And therefore, if you identify with me, then you will have all these qualities. Saswata, Amruta, Avyaya, Sukhasya, Ekantikasyacha, and is the absolute bliss. Other one is that I am aware of not only my body, but I am also aware of the consciousness, which I considered my spirit, my life, my living consciousness. He said, not only I am aware of my body, but I am also aware of my life within me. So that's a conditioned consciousness. One who is even aware of the both. One who is aware that I as the body exists, and I as the life exists. That consciousness who I am, Bhagavan. So that grace which you will achieve from him to recognize the two separate from each other, and one who is beyond that is what you will achieve. And the third, he says, knowing that this conditioned consciousness and the prakriti itself will then bless that, that this will work in harmony. That Bhagavan is I am. I am that abode. So therefore, he says, these three are basically the same explanation of the same idea that if you become gunatita, if you don't identify with the prakriti, this body, mind and intellect, identifying the Supreme Consciousness, then only you will achieve that bliss which you are seeking. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om 
ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿಹಿಯೋ